welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, A.J. Riley, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Bassett, bringing you the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What up, Webheads? Pack show tonight, along with Dylan Bear. AJ Riley, Ryan Griffin, Paul Roshan, I'm Matt Basson. Welcome to Sports Carnage. It is Super Bowl week. We are days away from the final game of the NFL season, and we will get to that. But first, we have to celebrate a man who has finally escaped hell, escaped purgatory, call it whatever you will. He has gotten out of the grasps of the Ford family and the Detroit Lions, our very own, now former, our very own quarterback, Matthew Stafford. Congratulations. You are free. You are away from this trash-ass organization that has done nothing but destroy careers. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, name a head coach because they can't be named anymore as a head coach once they coach for our team. That's how bad this organization is and Stafford has finally escaped their grasp I'm a little mad that we didn't get to have this show last week where we could speculate where he was going Ryan was too busy partying it up with the Chiefs and the Buccaneers down in Tampa Bay so no show for us I couldn't sit here and praise how he was going to go to Indianapolis which I guess is a blessing in disguise because I would have been dead wrong because this man is on the Tinseltown he is now the quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams and holy shit he actually has a chance to do something in the postseason, something he could never do here because of our trash ass organization. Praise be to all that Matthew Stafford finally has a chance to do something because he is no longer in the silver and Honolulu blue. Tell us how you really. I think I do. You, <laughs> do you think? You think Calvin and Barry were sitting back watching this all go down and him orchestrate his way out of here and just sitting back like. You can do that. <laughs> they, they, no, they were they were Squidward and, and Stafford and Kelly were you SpongeBob. Can do and that? <laughs> like, wait, that was that was an option. I don't I don't have to hey, just quit to get funny. away from this team. Like, wait I'm a minute. Proud of this man can we come back doing this? I'll I'll fully admit I didn't expect he had it in him, and it worked out. Although to be fair, I like I bet the numbers. Like, if you really had thought about it, especially because Holmes went from the Rams, and it's like, of course he went there. Of course. Of all the teams to send him to, of course the Rams. Brad Holmes' former team is where he went to. He wanted to help his former GM out. That's my guess. I have a much scarier thought about that that we'll get to in a little oh, bit. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah but you're going to get mad at me I want to talk about theory. the Stafford angle. That's, no, it's not a conspiracy. I just – it would be an indictment that he's bad at his job already. Um, you but already have made this Focus, focus, like focus. I, this, is, this is the most – and I – this is genuinely – and I haven't – I mean, I've only – paid attention to Detroit sports for a little over 20 years. So it hasn't been the many decades that some people have, the centuries that people like Don have. Paul is five Detroit years sports. old, taking down notes on the Lions ins and outs. Uh, I have never experienced something so bittersweet ever in sports. It is, it is traumatic what the Lions have put us through for the last Say 12 years because 
the many years before that, I, I didn't get to grow up during the heights of Barry. Uh, and those heights weren't great. He himself, of course, had great heights. Hey, we made one. Team, N- we made an NFC championship team, game, baby. Not so much. Uh, we lost that game by like 25 points, dude. Uh, more um, than that, actually. <laughs> we lost by like 31. I see. I was going to say 31, but I was like, no. Nah, I think we lost 41 much. to 10. I was like, maybe it was 31 to 6 was the score or something. But I was like, anyway, it was bad. It was really bad, right? I and think Barry got hurt like, in the first quarter. Everything that we accomplished, okay? And But I missed that. We missed that boat. All of us did except Matt and AJ. Uh, the rest of us, we weren't privy to that. So I just grew up, and the Lions always sucked. We never really had a big anything to root for. We knew we were going to suck. We didn't have any star players for the most part, not long-term stars. So it was kind of accepted. And it was always like, man, if you can get that guy or those few guys in here, to change this around, like things could be different. And then you actually did at the most important position in sports. Not one that can win games on their own, but for sure, the most important position in sports. We had a transcendent talent. We had a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. And for 12 years, we squandered that. For 12 years, we let him down. And we let, as always our fans down and everyone that's ever cared about this team. And we didn't just have him. He wasn't even the only good player that we had, but we never had a team. We always had a few really good guys, maybe a couple transcendent guys when you had Stafford and Calvin hell Sue for a time, but you never had a team in 12 years is so long to dedicate your life to anything, let alone a loser trash franchise that you give your all to that you play better than anyone could have reasonably expected and you still can't win a damn thing. And then they have the audacity to bring in a guy like Jared Goff and right this second, and I things can change, but right this second, it appears as that they might actually view him as a replacement. Wait a minute. Hang on. How did we get from celebrating Stafford being gone to us talking about what could be with Jared Goff? That is not the point of this because conversation. Because he skipped over No, no, no. no. We are not going opinion. on a downward turn with this <laughs> yeah. conversation, Paul. Nope. I'm not sad. happening. I don't I'm, care that you're sad. Get sad. over it. No. Paul just you just being sad is going to take up the entire fucking show. Home. No way. No. Yeah, we're not. All right, doing all right, all right. You can save because that for next week. Paul, Paul just wants no, to trash. We're not going to sit here and trash homes. We don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to speculate on what's going to happen. I said I, am I didn't under know the assumption that. that this man will be here for a year, maybe two, grooming the next quarterback, and then he can take his trash ash somewhere else. Or you, you, you said that for no cap hit. Next after yeah, this year, what, stay year. focused right. here. Our man, that's all right. All right, let's stay focused. The shackles are off. Stay focused. He is free. All right, we're staying focused. The only thing that our team has ever done right by may have been this. Yes, they didn't ship Stafford off to Carolina. Nope. They didn't ship Stafford off because Stafford told him no. They didn't, but but he here. didn't. He didn't have that power. 
no, I think he no. has more power than you think. No, he no, he has. I mean, zero he, no, power. he doesn't actually have the power, but the Lions want to repair their relationships with their players. And this is why I'm saying we did right by him because we could have shipped him off to Siberia. We could have done anything we wanted with him. Hey, he hang on, it's called New England, not situation. Siberia. I, well, I was, and I was getting there. He the did not want to be same, re- though, in the winter. Did not at all want to be reunited with Fatty Patty. Got literally, as someone on Twitter said, uh, apologies, I don't remember who it was, as humanly far away from him as possible in the NFL. Uh, I probably like 3,500 miles or something insane, all the way across, very far from Matt Patricia, in just the wake of destruction that he left in Detroit. They could have sent him. There were a lot of landing spots, a lot of teams that wanted him that wouldn't have been as cushy as the Rams. Now, the Rams are not the best possible landing spot for him. No, that have been the Colts. probably about five teams. Yeah, but Andrew Luck's coming back. So five, <laughs> five teams. Five teams. I Honestly, well, that would be a story. I would love to see that, but let's not derail this. About probably about five teams would have been a little bit nicer. I was the one who we, already we all, knew. Yeah, like like how long is this monologue going to take? My God, it wasn't a monologue. We I all wanted. Yeah, interrupted a lot. <laughs> we all wanted to see him on the Colts. It didn't happen. It's not a big deal. No, no, no. The, no he, Dylan wanted him on the Bears. He wanted to continue that torture. Did he did not. it. Dylan said. Do, Dylan said he did didn't not. a lot of times, and none of us did. Well, yeah, why do we want? Why do we want better defensive lions? Like it's this. It's not any better. Like, come on, man. No, he. For the first time in his career, he's got a play caller, and I think we can all appreciate that, right? Like, mm-hmm. in no time since Stafford has been in the NFL, has he had an above-average play caller? Ever. He's got Linehan, baby. Linehan was average. Linehan was sweet. He was, and he was the best that we've ever had. Linehan is, under him, Linehan's the best offensive play. That's not a ringing endorsement of what we've had in the offensive play calling department. And you wonder why we struggle so much. Sean McVay, to, to most people, I have heard by some listeners of our radio show in Detroit, that not everyone agrees with this, but most reasonable people would say that Sean McVay is a good play caller. Radio personalities aside. That was another hot take, Dylan. We were talking about Super Bowl aside. You said all-time bad take. I mean, Jesus, that's just another one. Add that up to the list. Easy to look good when you got Jared Goff. Oh, my goodness. Oh, (laughs) stop it. Stop it. Now, Sean McVay, we would all agree, pretty darn good play caller. Probably top tier at least second tier, but probably close to top tier in the NFL. They got, they have, Jesus, they have some weapons in LA. Um, I don't know. It's, there's no perfect place, right? Unless you were going to the Colts and it's still not perfect, but it's not perfect with the Rams. Big upgrade from golf. Their offensive line is going to be problematic unless they find ways to address that. Um, their offensive line, uh, as bad as Goff struggled at times, the offensive line didn't do him favors. And that's the one place where they're really going to have to pick it up if they want to be <laughs> it's a It's a good thing Matt Stafford's used to that. Yeah, it is a well, good thing. Yeah, but see, that's a, that's the point I think that everybody, like, for as good as the situation is, like, that has to be their number one priority now is upgrading that offensive line because Stafford is older. He has had significant injuries the last few years as well so in order for this to pan out for them 
That has to be their well, number one. I think one it's priority. their only. I mean, do they have any other holes? Their secondary is no, the, legit. No, the, their D line the have best defensive in football. issues. They so have no, that's wide not true. receivers. That's so. That's not true. Aaron Donald is the best player in football. Their defensive line has issues, has very, very real issues. Aaron Donald masks an absurd amount of those issues because he is, and I will, I, and I'm going to get yelled at best by Matt. Player in recency football. bias. No, I'm, no, I'm going to take it further than that. He is the best defensive lineman in the history of the sport. He is. Oh my gosh. And I know that I'm going to get killed for recency bias, but I, you match up anybody in the sport. No one is Aaron Donald. <sighs> Defensive line, a strictly defensive line. Aaron Donald is the best of all. I of can't. Them. We can't. Hold on, that's not fair because we can't speak to that because we don't know half the greats. Like I, we weren't alive when Reggie, like Reggie White, White, White yeah. was is you equally like, comparable to me. what Aaron Donald has done. I have we played. Know that. I have played the shit out of Madden Ultimate Team. I know oh exactly my. how good Reggie. Oh my God. I know exactly <laughs> how good Reggie. Was. No, I'm just playing around. You're one. I'm of just those. playing. I'm playing around. Um. I really do think that. No, you're but, right. So to that point though, Paul, to that point though, it I agree with you. They might have holes. No, they have in line issues. They have serious are... line issues. They don't have Okay, thanks. <laughs> well, I, you, I feel like Let you're downplaying it and I, I want no, it to be no, known. No, like, listen, it's I mean, real. Chill, See, that's like... what happens when you assume. Let me finish and then you'll know what I was saying. You gotta play the skip bayless. I agree my with turn. you that, <laughs> that they may have holes that are covered by Aaron Donald, but Regardless of those holes that they may have, upgrading the offensive line has to be the top priority. Because if you can keep Stafford upright and you have the offensive weapons, that can also mask some of those defensive line holes. That's all I was trying to say. Well, you're 100% correct. I guess I should let you finish. Thank you. <laughs> what an evolution. <laughs> That might be the closest to an apology I've ever gotten right. from Paul. It's the only one you're going to get. If he learns from it, it'll be amazing. <laughs> No, he's going to backslide. Fine. <laughs> what is this? We're not in church. So here's the thing. Like, with Cam Akers being there, they have hey. a decent Who's, run who, game, who right? Like, if if they hey. can open well, holes. If, 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 if they can open saying. holes like, in the right. He's they not, have a, so a ridiculous stable of running oh backs. Great. But, <laughs> so he's not walking into a situation like he was in Detroit where it's literally Stafford and whatever bum off the street they got for a run game. So he can't they can still stay balanced, which will also help some offensive line deficiencies as long as they try to improve it. I see that's where I'm worried because you say some bum off the street in the run game, but as much as he's not Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift was a fine running back. Like, he's not bad by any means. The scheme is so different, that's not fair. But it was one year of DeAndre Swift But we couldn't block Stafford. for it's, him. It's, and it's one year of Cam Akers. If, if they can't block for Cam Akers, no, and if they Ryan, can't block for Malcolm that, Brown, saying, like, they're going to have the same right. problems. Y'all, y'all are messing with me right now. God bless it. It's not... Okay, okay, okay. The running aspect of the Rams, it doesn't matter who is on their offensive line. The scheme is the reason why Stafford inherently is going to be more successful. I've already said this before, and it doesn't matter who it is. If it's Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, or Robert Woods' dead contract. I Like, whoever. I don't care. The scheme is better. So, like, comparing backs, it's not fair to him because the scheme that he's going to be operating in, Stafford half the game isn't going to even need to do anything which will help his longevity because he's not going to get hit. Because McVeigh 
is going to have all these crazy schemes for the running system, whether they have great offensive linemen or not, and that's going to put pressure off of Stafford's back and other injuries, which is the primary, to me, thing of whether he'll be successful or not, is if he can stay upright. You, you, the scheme does not mask all of their issues. It is so. It is not the equivalent of the talent level in Detroit. If it was equal in LA, yes, Sean McVay would get more out of it. I absolutely agree with that, a hundred percent. I mean, the Rams only gave up twenty-five sacks last year, mm-hmm. and that's like bottom third of the. The Rams. League. Oh wait, no, never mind, never mind. Hold on. They're in they're in the top six as far as like sacks given up, like the least amount. Like few sacks. That was very what confusing. Fewest sacks. Sorry, I couldn't think. I was like trying to sort through this. They gave up like top six fewest sacks last year, twenty five. So he's gonna stay up naturally just in this like if they keep the same team, right? If it's right, if they it's don't not upgrade even the offensive game. line, exactly. So here's yeah, here's right. that that stat is misleading, and this is why. First of all, they don't throw they the ball right. a ton. It's, did he get sacked? Did he not get sacked? No, that's, no, that's but that's, that listen to what I listen, said because hold on. of what Paul's about to say. A, they don't throw the ball a ton with golf. Like they they would like to throw the ball a lot more. So you, I disagree. You, you can look to things like sack percentage a little bit to help you out. But even sack percentage, they're not terrible. The thing is, with Goff, I mean, they're running a completely different – they're not throwing down the field nearly as much. They're getting the ball out of his hand quick because A – Top 12 in Goff, attempts last year. Goff can't read the field. That's one of his biggest weaknesses. People talk about he's not the most accurate. He's questionable decision-making. The reason, They threw the ball more than the Lions the did last year. The reason that happened – Just saying. The Lions didn't throw the ball half as much as they needed to with goddamn Bevel at fucking coordinator. Sure. But, but I, mean, I would never say that we than... threw the ball enough. Um, they're throwing constant short passing game with Goff and constant quick reads because if he has to sit in the pocket and go through his progressions and then make a throw, it's not happening. So Sean McVay is doing his best to scheme around that. It's going to be completely different with Stafford under center. Even that being said, if you look at when they actually started playing good teams, look at the last three games of the season. They had the playoffs and in their last couple games to get into the playoffs, and they actually played some decent teams. They were near the bottom of the NFL in sack percentage their last few games of the season, the the games that actually mattered. That, I think, is a lot closer than just looking at, okay, they only gave up 25 sacks on the season. That is a concern to me, especially when they are going to take a lot more deep shots. But it's not just the sacks. It's disruption. It's pressure. And it's opening holes in the run game. You can talk about scheme all you want. And yes, a better blocking scheme can help your players. Making it simpler, making it so that you don't have to open holes that Trent Richardson could run through to be successful in the run game is very important. I agree 100%. But the interior, specifically the interior of their defensive line or their offensive line is what's really really bad. On the outside, you have a 40-year-old offensive lineman manning one of your tackle positions. There are serious serious concerns about this line's ability to hold up against the best teams. This is a playoff team. They will make the playoffs probably. I again, you have a stacked division. So nothing is is given. I mean, what happens when the 49ers are healthy? The 49ers are a more talented team than the Rams. They they were 
solid this year with corpse. I mean, they were playing third string half the season when yeah, they're healthy. They just lost their defensive coordinator. So I don't know. I mean, between just quarterback we'll and wide receivers, I don't know if they are better than tight end. Uh, absolutely. They, Running no, ability. Stop, stop, absolutely. Stop, stop, stop. But their wide receivers are still questionable. We don't know what Ayuk is really yet. We don't know if Debo can even stay on the field the whole damn season. But and wide receivers Jimmy are G is definitely not Matt Stafford. I so they are, they are absolutely have the advantage at quarterback. Absolutely. I would Although take I Robert Woods G's and Cooper Cup over their one two for wide receivers. You're also assume you're also assuming Woods will be back. Woods' contract is expired. I assume he'll be no, back because they don't he... have anybody else besides Cooper Cup. No, that's not that's true. Re- they got my man's Josh Reynolds. Hey. Yeah, he's not that bad. Yeah. Now, honestly, they especially with how their cap situation is going to look look now, especially with Goff off the, off of it, you may see an Allen Robinson type situation. Maybe. I'd be okay with this. That would be <laughs> I... something, now, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't understand why you said that Woods' contract is expired. Yeah, it's done. He's no, a he's a unrestricted, isn't he? He he's literally signed through twenty twenty five. What the ass? That's not true. What's happening? Uh, let me go to my resource here. Uh, there we go. Oh, okay. I see. The, I, I, my apologies. Twenty twenty two is the year that they can offload this shit. That's what I was But they're not going to do that. Well, because he's good. <laughs> right, so, he has Robert Woods, he has Cooper Cup. No, they're good. No, but the I would I would absolutely if you gave me the option to swap offensive line and receiving units, I would absolutely do that swap if I was LA. If I if I can swap both. And the offensive line's way more important to me. Way more important to me. I Safford can throw to bums. You give him time, he can throw to anybody. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't – you guys know how I feel about receiver anyways. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's all about the line, but it, it's more than just pass pro. If they want to be a contender, I, I just, a, a real contender, they've got to be able to block the running game. And the interior is bad. Like, it's just – it's bad. It's not that it's not good. It's bad. And it well, scares the reason me. It's a, but they the can address it. The reason it's bad is because Michigan State great Brian Allen isn't starting at center yet. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that undrafted, Brian Allen, by the way? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't Although, Super Bowl. He's just a little undersized. It's all right. Uh, hey, he needs to start. That's the first I, step. I, I would take anything they want to try to fix the interior of that. Although they have bigger problems at, at guard, I think. I mean, nope. the only the only player right I look out. at on that line that I'm like, <laughs> all right, they're okay, is Havenstein. Like, that's it. That that's the, that's the only player I'm on that line, and I'm like... All right, we're, we're like for sure good. Started out. Oh well, my goodness! Oh, I'm goodness. glad I I implemented that thought for Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to placate to my audience. Regardless, uh, Stafford is in an infinitely better position than he is now, and you can nitpick every team in the NFL all day. They're going. They should make the playoffs. They're in a crazy tough division, and I don't want to ignore the Cardinals, but the Cardinals are clearly running fourth. Um, Are they keeping the extended playoffs? No. 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 Okay. Thank God. <laughs> Dude, that's just, exactly. 
We don't need we don't need the Washington Reds. Well, actually, they would have been in even in their normal circumstances, but it feels like they should have been the last team in. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey! If they run if they run Heineken back out there and everybody gets lit on his stuff, it would be great. I mean, it could still end up being the NFC West with three teams getting in. I mean, the North is going to be no. the Packers and who oh. else? The South the is going to be the Bucks <laughs> and who else? The the Jared Goff led Lions. <laughs> And then the East is going to be whoever and who else because they're all going to suck. But so. they, they obviously have a tougher battle because – so, yeah, you could theoretically get three teams in, but your path to doing so is a lot harder because of who you have to play in your division, those I, six divisional games. Right. I, I very you, much disagree with that because I think that the Seahawks are going to fall off a cliff next year. You can only <sighs> – That roster is – Horrible, and they don't have any first-round picks because they traded for a box safety. <laughs> that is a powder keg roster ready to explode. And they probably can't deal with their quarterback because he makes $45 million a year. Exactly. I don't uh, know the exact number, but he makes a lot. Russ is still good for nine wins. I That'll be tested this upcoming. Especially season. in this division. And do the are, can the Cardinals take a step? No. No, because their quarterback is as tall as I am. I, I agree, but... I, I think so. They lost a lot of leads late. And I think just with age, you you, you got to so, pull off some of those games. Of well, all the people to answer that question, you're not the one who I trust. I mean, like, I, I think the Chargers are going to take a step, too. They lose four 17-point yeah, leads. <laughs> like, it, yeah. eventually the card's got to fall the other way. Okay, I'm with you. I okay. I had originally subscribed to that attitude, and I said it about the Broncos, and look what happened. Uh, like you can't; those things don't translate year to year, especially well, if you do don't lot. make that. Especially not if you Im- don't improve your roster drastically. Well, it, it, in the Broncos' case, it's the same thing. It's been for a long time. It's quarterback. The Broncos lost Where, their best player. Too, at least, didn't the, they? at least, the, Miller hurt the entire year. Well, Von Miller is not their best gonna, player. Yeah, he's not the next anymore. Year he's in jail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, it's, yeah, uh, Von Miller isn't even their best player anymore now. Von Miller's washed. Yeah, he's. So he, I mean, he's, he, that's uh, he that's not an extra anymore. Yeah. Put some respect yeah, on yeah, Jared Judy's no, no, name. Yes, yeah, sir. No offense, <laughs> leading a team to seven wins. Bradley Chubb is the best defensive player. There. That's yeah. That's probably true. He's good though. It, He's anyways, good. point you can't you can't do that though. You can't say oh it was close this past year, so now they'll just flip those wins. That's not how that works. I mean, you can do it. You just might be wrong. Or you're gonna be wrong. So you you can certainly attempt. All I want to see like, uh, is Stafford I mean, I think throw the Chargers win for almost five thousand yards, forty five touchdowns, less than ten picks, and shut all these internet morons up. Who consider that this is not even an crack. upgrade at quarterback for the Rams? It's so dumb. Yeah, like, I, I cannot can't... believe the yeah. amount of hate that these people on the internet have for Stafford. Like, oh well, he doesn't want to play hockey. You understand football's a team game, right? And he was playing but with so the five, the four of us. Don't like, people in Detroit that watch this team every day don't? That's the thing. Like, I stopped. It was I used to get so riled up over stuff like that so much. I, I realized you used like. To. Yes, you do. I'm not sitting here yelling, calling all these people dumb. They just don't know. They're ignorant. It's whatever. It's no, not they're a big dumb. deal. Like, but like they don't, don't know, know how they know anything. how to breathe. They dumb. only equate winning 
That's it. That's all they understand. Like, if you win, you're a good quarterback. If you don't, you're not a good quarterback. There is no other thought process there. None. Zero. Nothing. Oh, shit. That's it. The Al Davis thing is on right now. It's all there is. Record, dude. It's recording. How do I do? Oh, so is Impractical Joker. So what you going to do? Oh, that's tough. Well, Impractical Joker is Yeah. But also, Impractical Joker is that goes right on to the PBR. So. <laughs> and, and the 30 for 30s don't? Uh, no, not usually. Fan. I don't usually, so. He used to. True. I, yeah, I have he used to be a sports fan, used to be a, a Marvel fan. <laughs> yeah, and, and then I'm I grew bo- up. And then and then I and then I, I grew up and got right. eighty five thousand dollars taken on my taxes. <laughs> no, no, I don't like anything. Oh, thank God! That's I do not moved. have to file jointly this year because we have not been married. That's long why enough. he moved north. Well, you don't ever have to file jointly. Yeah, technically, you don't ever have to do that. Right, but I don't, I don't even something. have to look into it this year. But it, it's yeah. it's generally <laughs> beneficial, if more complicated, but generally beneficial. Coming up next, how how Stafford going to California changes his tax law. Oh, he is <laughs> he is going to get hit a bit harder, especially in L.A. Yeah. Although he's got a, a no, because he works in L.A. Oh, that's got to suck. Oh, he's, yeah, but they get taxed in any city that they yeah, play that's in. Gotta, yeah, that's got to yeah, suck yeah, so hard. Athletes get screwed up that already. L.A. gets city taxes and like as well. some like it's and like, oh. yeah and like I was gonna say some some cities. Like, I know Pittsburgh's one has, like, an entertainment tax. So you have to pay, like, an additional, like, percentage if you're, like, an entertainer working in the city. I just my I, tiny I, violin I, for these I, multi-million dollar athletes. Oh, is Claire in the chat? What's happening? I, I just feel bad for Kelly going to one yeah, of the she only likes more... the good ones, like Tom Brady. Going to one of the only more oppressive states in the universe. Impressive God, you've been listening to too much. Joe that's Rogan. that's one person I will not miss. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don's going to. Don lost so no, much. No, Don will still write about her, and they'll be like, "All right." Actually, that's true. He ain't gonna stop. We're gonna have more Kelly Stafford articles than ever. Every, every game I'm, they win. Is gonna she, be I'm Kelly not really tweet. gonna miss Stafford that much either. Wasn't that her that just got kicked out of that Hawks Lakers game for yelling at LeBron? <laughs> oh, okay. oh, you mean the one who just apologized? Gentlemen, find you a woman that will offend you as fiercely as she will. No, no chance. She was. Yeah, what did LeBron? What What did LeBron call her? Courtside Karen yeah, or something like that's that? That's right. Uh, Le- LeBron called her husband. Oh, I, did, I honestly, I I did. He he took that. He thought it was her he, dad. He was, he was very yeah. level-headed about that entire thing, and I appreciated him saying, like, they shouldn't have been ejected. Like, it, that's what it is. Like, And I, I appreciate, like, because these athletes, they do whine so god dang much. And him coming out and being like, I mean, it's... Including him. Like, I missed having well, the fans. He's right. like, they, sh- they shouldn't have been ejected, but it's whatever. Like, it's, it's cool. I appreciate you that. Know what, you know what we really need, those for... Another three-pointer. We've been sitting on seven for too long. All what right, Steph coming down the court this time. Let's go. Oh, let's do it. Let's so go. we have the I, third. I I'm sure going to get it. What are your expectations <laughs> the next couple years for Stafford and the Rams? Fuck you, Draymond, making the right uh, play. I will tell you. I, okay, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> 
My guess is for the Rams that they are going to be uh, like almost there, and then they're like they can't outrun the speeding train. And in two years, Stafford's going somewhere else. I don't think that they will get what they need to with him, and he'll go run off somewhere but else. What do you do? You think that he'll get a playoff win? A win, sure. But I, I think that if they get, it'll be surprising if they make an NFC title. Okay. Didn't you they pick make them this year to game. make it to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm aware, and they downgraded that quarterback. That's because they had Jared Yeah, exactly. So I, I do want to yeah. be, be clear that making making an NFC title game only requires getting a bye and winning one game. I don't think they're getting right. a That's bye. That's how our lines exactly did in 91. we talked about. I'm just, I'm just throwing – I'm not saying this happening. I'm just throwing I it out there. I am aware of this, but as we had just discussed, I think that if San Fran gets their QB situation right, I think they'll be – in these two years, we'll do better. Uh, and after they get Derek Carr? So San Fran, <laughs> San Fran is one of those landing spots that I talked about that would have been yeah. better than the Rams. I, I, I agree. It would have been a, a really nice spot for Stafford to well, land. Well, that's in. a Super Close Bowl to, winner if he goes there. Absolutely, I agree. I think they're a Super Bowl team, more so than the Rams, of course. And they, they Yeah, but he wouldn't be in the backyard of his childhood friend Clayton. Uh, he would be far God. though. Same state. Did you know they were friends? I <laughs> I think I've heard it Breaking before. Did sure. you know? <laughs> Has that been mentioned? What if what if they came what if they both came out and were like we played baseball together. We don't even really like each other. Right. <laughs> like, I don't. I can't stand him. Like we don't hang out. Like I don't know what to like. like we were on one team together. You still talk to your little league teammates? <laughs> we were on one team together twenty five years ago. Like there's one picture of us in a team photo, but stop talking about this. How like that would flip sports media on its head because it's like what every time Stafford plays in Dallas. Well, no, then it would. Then it would. You know, then him and this famous baseball. You'd player have Troy. You'd have together. Troy Aikman leading the game, and he'd be like, I, "I don't know where Stafford's mind's gonna be at today, knowing that his arch nemesis is across the street <laughs> pitching tonight." Very good. Well, at, at least one of them could win something. Oh my goodness! Did you know these two grew up together, but they're vile enemies right. of each other? More that's how it would flip. That's the that's the Nemesis. narrative that would flip. Did you know Kelly Stafford has voodoo dolls of Clayton Kershaw's children? Right. <laughs> like, they live on the same street. It's like egging each other's houses. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus man! Kelly it's so thirty points. It's so bad. It's like why, dude? They're not. They don't even play the same sport. They're literally. They were across the country from each other. They didn't go to the same college. Like, but not in our hearts. It's like well, that's come because on, dude. Kershaw didn't go to college. Uh, that's right. That's true. No, I. I mean, the. I. I think. I, I, there's obviously legs to that story, but it's just funny. Like. It's just, Every time. it's so dumb. You heard, like, what's it, crazy oh. to me, you heard less about, so Stafford and Matt Ryan are like best bros. Like, their families vacation right. together. They go to Georgia all the time. Like, they were, they play basketball together. You heard less about them. A buzzball. Two, two NFL quarterbacks that did play each other a handful of times that are actually super tight. And, like, you heard less about that than Clayton Kershaw. It's like in a different universe. Like, come on, man. There's a, actually, speaking of, they may be division rivals soon. There's a lot of talk about Ryan going to uh, San Fran. That would be wild. It would be. It I would don't, also be bad. I don't Come know on, if Ryan... Is, he, is, he, is his contract up? Uh, no, but 
he has said explicitly that if the Atlanta Falcons were to actually get a QB, he's done. I don't know if Ryan is an upgrade over Jimmy G at this point. No, I didn't say oh, that. Stop. Oh, I said, oh, for real? I don't know. I'm not saying he's not. I think Jimmy, I'm saying I don't, I don't I think know. Jimmy G has been overhyped just because he was in the Patriots system. Well, I don't think he's overhyped. I think he's... I think, I think he's, he's, no, like he's, he's not he's, overhyped. But, everyone so here's thinks the thing. he sucks. So he can't be overhyped. But here's Well, everyone's okay. right. But okay, but before like he actually got an opportunity to prove that he sucked, he was like the next great thing because well, he was in it's the same it's the same it's the Patriot blinders that get see, put I, on. I dis- I disagree with that. Brock Osweiler had the better same looking thing. Mac Brock Osweiler had the same thing coming from a completely different team and failed more spectacularly. All right, eight AJ's back, so let's get back into this. I, Super Bowl I don't even week. Know where to go now? We're going into the no, Super hold Bowl. Hold on, we do, hold on. No, we are no, going in. No, no, no. We have we been an finish. hour into this podcast. We have got to. But get But we to the were. Super hold Bowl. on. I'm, not I'm telling be on this you, all the night. seg the segue will not work. We were in the middle of like a very specific conversation. <laughs> Matt, about you were what? about to give your expectation for the Rams. Speaking and of diamonds oh, in God. the head, we got the Super Bowl. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pink diamond. I Miles expect. Dog I expect Matthew Stafford and his new team to be where we are about to be talking about now, the Super Bowl. Really? Oh, you're gonna yep. be wrong. And I'm rooting for it. <laughs> and I'm rooting so <laughs> a, hard what for a, it. What a liar! Just, just to make the segue work. So right. I, I actually agree a lot with Dylan. Hey. I think it's gonna start off well enough, and I think they're gonna get kind of close. But I, I don't think they have enough, even with Stafford. To win they a Super Bowl, I don't. I think you they. Can't I think. That. I think they can make an NFC title game, but I don't see them winning a Super Bowl. It, their division is too hard. They are a couple injuries away from being not even good. Like if Aaron Donald gets hurt, like, seriously, if Aaron Donald were to get hurt, where is this team? They're not even winning a playoff game. I don't think. I and I like for real. It, it means that much. So if Stafford gets hurt. I, there's okay, two. There's two. You can fragile. play that with everything. Look at the way the Niners are this year versus last year. There's a good chance the same thing will happen next year. The, the Niners. Niners lost 20 players. If the Rams lose one player, they're done. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the difference. It's they're they're very fragile, and it's not just that. I don't think they're quite good enough to get there, even with Stafford. And I think Stafford is elite, a clear cut top five quarterback. I just think you need so much more than that. I think they're going to start well. I think Stafford's going to get that elusive playoff win. He's not going to finish his career without a playoff win. I firmly expect him to get a couple playoff wins over the next couple years. And then, as Dylan said, you can't outrun when you have. Unless they start nailing some crazy draft picks, in especially at some huge positions in need. Which, ironically, the guy who was doing that for them is now here. I think no, they fall off. Uh, the one place, the one place that I disagree with Dylan, I, I don't think Stafford ends his career anywhere else. I think he fizzles out in LA and retires after five, six years. Um, no chance. Him and Clayton time, Kershaw go in halves on a timeshare in Mexico. So he's it, they're, he's they're guaranteed going to have three hard years where they make a run at this. I'm not saying that they're all going to be successful and the third year might be catastrophic, but they're going to run it back at least three times. And at that point in time, Stafford is going to be way too old to reboot and make one last run somewhere else. He's not going to pull a Brady. Main, one of the guys, not, the, one of the quarterbacks in the Super Bowl is 40. Years I, old, right? He's not going yes, to pull but, a Brady, and, Brady and run to a Tampa. He's just not going to do it. He's. I, I'm telling you, 
for for yeah, him, Stafford is thirty two. He, he is going to make his run the next few years, and if it doesn't he's pan got 13 out, thirteen years left. If it doesn't he's pan done in out, three years at thirty five. No, not done. Not his career is not done. I'm saying he's not going to reboot with another team to make one last ditch effort. He will make I, peace that he so tried his run with the Rams, and then he's going to stay there and end his career in L.A. And him and his family are going to be happy out there, and that's it. This is that's it. It's going to be that simple. I hope for more. I really hope that, as you said, I want him nothing. If he could win an MVP in a Super Bowl, like the Lions can lose for the eternity the rest of my life. I don't care. If he were to win an MVP in a Super Bowl with the Rams, I wouldn't even care anymore. I'd just be like, yeah, the Lions are cursed. We're a poverty franchise. This is what we deserve. And obviously and it was us, not him. To the XFL. I'll make peace with that. Like I can make peace with that. And I'm fine with that because... At this point in time, uh, I'm like Dylan. Like, I despise my own franchise. Like, I'm like, you guys have pushed me to the brink. I hate everything that you've done. In in the return that we got, you have to talk about the return. Stop, stop, no, stop. You're not going to talk about the return. We're not talking about the return. We are not talking about the return. We have to get to the Super Bowl. I don't care. We can talk about it next week when the Super Bowl is over. Come on, Steph. Get it. Get it, Steph. Oh, We're really him. just going to go straight to all wrong next Damn. year. Matthew Stafford in the Super Bowl. Oh, by the way, this weekend is the Super Bowl. Hey! You want to know You want to know something Matthew Stafford could do next year that ties into this Super Bowl? Oh, put diamonds in his He head. could be the second quarterback <laughs> to play a Super Bowl in his home stadium. Perfect. There we go. Come on, Steph. Three no, we're not counting earlier years. ones when the Niners played in Palo Alto, Boy. which is 20 minutes away. <laughs> well, that's not their home stadium. They didn't play in NFL stadiums back then. That is not the Niners' fault. They were playing in college stadiums But back it's then. not their home stadium. It is basically their home. I don't care how the NFL neutral wants to site. swing it. That was neutral my ass. 20 minutes away for one team. The other team came from Miami. Speak, speak, <laughs> hey, speaking of neutral, We've the been- NFL... The NFL can screw itself right. for taking away the cannons. Are you serious? You're not going to let the that. Buccaneers fire the cannons that's when they score so, a touchdown. That's so fucking dumb. They should let the Chiefs fire them because they're the higher so seed. sad. <laughs> there you go. Hey, fine. Fine. You want to get that way? You want to get weird with it? That's fine. Like, what is the point of having it at that stadium if you're not going to let cannon fire? And what is the point that's of making so a deal stupid. out of, oh, my God, they get to play in their home stadium if it's not actually going to be like their home stadium? Like, <laughs> this is this is one of those times where, like, sports leagues are sometimes just frustratingly yeah. obtuse. They get in their own way. And this is one of like, them. Like, you're getting in your own like, way why, here. You're right. Why? Like, there's no reason so, for it. Let the home team I, celebrate. What they like a need home to do, win. and it's not going to happen, but what they need to do is around the stadium, they need to just host a massive event for Tampa fans. Screens everywhere. And just a mass of people screaming. I mean, you know what, what we ha- heard from the What stadium. happens if the stadium employees fire the cannons anyway? You're not going to stop the Super Bowl. That's true. They're going to throw... No, they're going to throw a flag. Unsportsmanlike conduct. They're going to throw a flag. Unsportsmanlike conduct on the home team. Right. Right. Hey, we need those kind of heroes in this time. Show that 2021 Tom Brady should be like, it's fine. I'll cover the fines. Look, at, the look if, Joe Biden, if Joe Biden is really about that life, he's going to put an executive order to get those cannons firing on Sunday. Do they at least get to fire them if they win the goddamn game? Yes. Apparently what they said is if Tampa wins, they're going to go for like five minutes straight, which to me, it's like, 
why not just do it during the game instead? <laughs> right, <laughs> dummies? It's so not... It's like, man, you're it's playing so in your home... St- it's so rare. Let them enjoy this. It's not like they didn't earn... What's even worse to me, they had to play road playoff games. All of them. Yep. Right. All of their playoff games were on the road. You get a home Super Bowl and you will not let them have one home game. Uh, like here's where it's here's where it's annoying too because you know 100% if the Minnesota Vikings had gotten to the Super Bowl in what 2018 they would have been playing the fucking the horn. horn are you kidding me 100% the fans would have brought their own like vuvuzelas in the entire stadium and would have done it <laughs> like that's what we need no for real it's in Florida right all of the all of the boomers that are going to be at the game just get your guns out and just fire every time there's a touchdown <laughs> Glock, Glock, bitch, let's go. So it's crazy, even more. You know, That's we're dealing we're dealing with I've Super Bowl heard. in a COVID world where normally there's two weeks of you know craziness, a week full of press stuff, all that stuff. Thank the Kansas God, City Chiefs are still in Kansas City right in now. They were practicing at yeah. their home indoors today, and they heated it up to make it feel like Tampa Bay. They're not even there yet for the game. They're literally stepping off the plane and playing a football game, and it just happens to be the biggest one of the year. No, you know what's worse? It's a, a going to, apparently going to rain, just like the game that, you Well, know, in the morning. It had to it's, rain They're saying the morning showers. I haven't seen anything for actual kickoff. It looks like it's supposed to be clear. Honestly, that's probably the best thing for Kansas City. No, it's not. No, yeah, it's I mean, not. Yeah, I mean, 100% right. Sure, why not? I was going to say the same thing. AJ's 1,000% right. Oh, is- oh, Mr. Weather here. No, I don't want to hear what you have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> what? We need climate control for every game. We have to have the no, scientists. The Florida's we have to make sure the right air now. purity is 100%. It's beautiful no. in Tampa right now. Listen, they get to go into this like a normal game. They don't have to deal with all the pomp and circumstance of the Super yeah. Bowl. They oh, get you to mean the thing that they're experienced in doing? A normal schedule. Nothing beats a normal schedule for teams. It, it, there's no athletes, better way to stay routine, on your routine, game routine. is to follow your yeah. normal road routine. This is the best possible thing for Kansas City. They don't have to deal with the distraction, Especially since the noise, none they've of got it. Two, they got two things, I think, stacked against them, right? Really difficult to win a Super Bowl back-to-back. And they're playing in Tampa Bay's home Three stadium. Three things. And their barber so has automatic. COVID. It may have given okay, it to half yeah, so, so now they got shaggy hair. Fourth, thi- fourth thing. They have to account for all the gunpowder that's not going to be used for the cannons. <laughs> Brady's going to put it inside the football. It's going to be the next deflategate. I'm curious. Do, do we know what they're doing with the stands? Since there's going to be so few people there. So few. There's going to be forty thousand people. There's going to be like I thought it was twenty five. Twenty thousand. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm including staff. I thought thought it was twenty five. And then no. God damn it. God damn it. I'm including staff, team, all that. Like combined, it's going to be about forty thousand people. Okay, but that doesn't fill the stands. It's going to be a pretty fair bit. They're going to have cutouts. Uh, no, yeah, the, the, the state it's gonna be like one third. <laughs> Thirty thousand cutouts, twenty five thousand fans. Yeah. Damn, that's 40, crazy. Who said that? Yeah. I'm Forty thousand like, fans. I, I mean, you know, the if they're weekend. anything like Bills fans, it'll sound it'll sound pretty good. Yeah, but they're not Bills. Those fans, Bills fans so made it sound pretty again. damn full there. I, well, if they're anything like the Bills, it'll be easier for uh, the Jews. <laughs> yeah, speaking of into the real game here 
I am deathly afraid that Tampa's going to win. Why are you afraid that oh, Tampa's going to win? Yeah, gonna why win? would you be afraid of that? That's because the... I have an assload of money against them. Oh, well, oh. okay. I have a little bit of money against them, not an assload, but I still want them to See, win. See, this is why you should just put money on prop bets, Dylan. Motherfucker, I need to pay my <laughs> taxes off. See, I don't I'm, want to turn I'm out happy. like Jimmy Carr. I'm happy either way. <laughs> Because either the team I want to win wins, or I win some money. So it's like, I can't lose. Okay, so Dylan, you know, because it seems like yeah, the whole world is on the Chiefs winning this, you know, by at least three. Yep. I'm gonna some let, are I'm even gonna more so than that. Why are you deathly afraid that the Buccaneers are going to win this game? This is very simple, and it's something that only people like us give a shit about. Because most fans are not going to be giving a crap about, like, any of these sort of logistical things. But number one, uh, in terms of health, pretty much both teams are well-rested, which in this case actually winds up helping Tampa Bay out much more because both of their starting safeties, according to Bruce Arians, are quote-unquote good to go. So Winfield is ready, which matters. You saw in the game against Green Bay when both of the safeties were out, Aaron Rodgers was able to cut down the field, at least for a little bit. And that's going to be a problem that Kansas City is going to have to deal with, especially if Tampa Bay, with a superior defense, runs anything like what I alluded to two or three weeks ago, where they try to do a sort of New Orleans Saints-style scheme, and they have their really talented safeties in a really high cover two, cover three, and play everything in front of them. That's the first thing. Second thing is that there is going to be a massive mismatch, and it's a prop bet that I don't know if it's on our list or not, but I would absolutely take, which is the over on whatever the sack number in this game is, because Kansas City is going to be without, at the very least, Eric Fisher, their starting left tackle, and their right tackle has been out with COVID for the past three weeks, and we don't know on his health either, and this is going to be two defensive ends and Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett who have been monsters in the playoffs, and that's not going to help on a, on Patrick Mahomes, who already is on an injured toe as it is. This is a recipe for disaster if, if big if, Andy Reid cannot scheme around that deficiency. I want you to be right so bad. <laughs> I do. Like, I, I, I want it so bad. In, in fairness, based on my track record on the past two Super Bowls, I probably will be, but we'll see. Well, and I, I, you're going to need to be if Tampa Bay is going to win this because they have been living and dying with takeaways. They have been fantastic at takeaways in the postseason, and they have scored off of those takeaways as good as anybody has. They have the third tie for the third know, most takeaway points. Do you know who doesn't in, turn over the ball, Matt? I understand. I understand that Patrick Mahomes does not turn over the ball that much. But you know it's going to help with turnovers having your tackles gone and have a turnstile that with the two best defensive ends that you'll have faced in the playoffs. Kansas City, Kansas City gives gives the ball away once a game. They're they're the near the top of the NFL. Like I know, tied for fourth in the NFL. They don't turn the ball over. They just don't, and that's my fear: is Tampa Bay's defense lives and dies off turnovers. They do not stop elite offenses and they certainly do not slow them that much without turnovers. I, I think Tampa's defense is a little bit of fake news. 
I think they're held together by paper mache. I think they're solid. They're not terrible. But I think statistically they've looked a lot better than they truly are, especially against an offense. Hold on. Like wait, Kansas whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I do have a question, though. How is it that, especially in the most recent game, you can say that that Tampa Bay defense isn't as good as advertised when one could easily argue they won that NFC title game because of that of that defense. Well, I mean, to yeah, be fair, Tom, Tom Brady had three. Well, and also Tom Brady had three second half turnovers and that Tampa Bay defense stopped Green Bay on every single subsequent drive. Without their safety. So, That's significant. Exactly. That game is a perfect recipe of the fact that they live and die off turnovers. They turned the shit out of Green Bay over all game. They they could not hold on to the football. Aaron Jones, their arguably best offensive player outside Aaron Rodgers, not arguably. They lost yeah, the turnover arguably. battle. They got two. They gave up three. Got benched because he couldn't hold on to the ball. And yeah, he said he was he banged didn't get up. Benched, whatever. He was hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt my ass. He was hurt like god dang. But Paul, they lost the turnover battle. Green feelings. Bay had three turnovers um, and three takeaways. So, Tom Tampa Bay only had interceptions two. in the second half were super fake news. They were not the kind of interceptions that hurt you. They were the kind of picks that uh, one of them was off Mike Evans' hands. No, I'm so was that one picked? Okay, but actually now I'm second guessing. Yeah, whatever. Two that of is them. Doesn't two of them the were. That the two of them were arm punts. Them. Two of them were arm punts. So you're like, like yeah. Is stopping them. Green Bay gets the ball. They pick it off, and they're starting on their own 20. Okay, you stop them, but you should stop them. They still scored 26 points. It's not like you shut this team out. You turned over the Packers a ton and still allowed 26 points. I, I mean, it's it's not like you did anything crazy. It, it, you you Realistically, it should have been even closer. Aaron Rodgers chose not to score a touchdown on their last drive. Like, he just decided, I don't want to score this touchdown. It's not like they did anything crazy. They should have scored 30 points. And that's with how many turnovers did the Packers have? Three? Two. Two. Two turnovers. Two turnovers, and you still should have scored 30 points. That's not a good defensive performance in my eyes at all. Now, yes, the Packers are a good offensive team. Yes, huge injuries to Tampa. Really crucial injuries. But... Let's not act like their defense just stood on their head. Because they didn't. Okay, they've scored 41 points off of turnovers in these playoffs. They score one more. They have tied the 2010 Packers for the most in a playoff run. If you are relying on KC to turn the ball over to win, you've already lost. I agree. 100% I agree. I would would say that's the case if it weren't for the fact that Kansas City isn't going to have half their offensive line. Like that, they. I don't see how we how we're gonna ignore that. That is a huge difference. There's huge only difference. there's only five offensive linemen. Just five. Yeah, but, but this is also including the fact that Tampa Bay's offense line. is stacked they to go along with their line. defense that can turn the ball over. This Wait, all coincides Tampa's? with what you need to win this football. Did you say game. Tampa's? Yes. Because I wouldn't say Tampa's offense is stacked. They have great skill position happened? players. The one receiver. dude who's been all over Tampa this entire year, all of a sudden, is changing his mind. I've never what once said this? Tampa's better than KC this season. I've never said that. Okay. 
And I, I, remember, I have been Ev- clear. I remember Evans, I have been Godwin, clear for a Miller, that Gronk, I am Fournette, for Jones. That's pretty stacked. Uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, sorry. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Also one of the best wide receivers in the last decade plus. So, yeah, that's pretty freaking stacked. That is a stacked offense. Both these teams have a pretty stacked offense. They don't have a stacked offensive line. It is much improved, but it is not stacked. We've already talked about offensive line on this cast. It is much okay, improved. I'm sorry. You Brady are the only person not... in the history of sports to include an offensive line when you talk about stacked offense. You are talking about skill players. Well, it's, talking it's, about the, most, skill it's the most players, important Not the guys in the, the trenches. Offense. Whenever well, anyone is talking offense. about a stacked offense, they are talking about skill players, no. not uh, 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 uh. Matt, Matt, I'm sorry. I'm with Paul. I don't care. One. You're you the other retard that only considers the lineman is stacked. What is this? What is this? All of a sudden, Listen, all of a sudden he's pulling out archaic insults It doesn't matter if your receivers are Randy Got Moss, him. Jerry Rice, and Calvin Johnson. If your line does not give you time to throw right. to them, it's irrelevant. Like, you're, te- you're telling matter. me that you're telling me that that Cleveland Browns offense wasn't entirely enhanced by the fact that their offensive line is as good as it is, or Indianapolis Colts. Like that is absolutely how many a yards per game is factor. Brady throwing the ball? How many yards are the wide receivers getting out of those throws? This is a lot for a stack. That none offense. of that We're happens if about their the line. offensive line is you, you know why they have Brady to throw so much? Do you know why they have to throw so much? Because they can't run a- block for shit. Yes, which is a problem. It's a huge problem. The way you, we talked about this before, the way you attack Kansas City is on the ground. Kansas City is vulnerable on the ground more than anywhere else. Okay, Tampa I understand. Bay, they still don't have a secondary to stick with every single one of those weapons through the air. They don't. Yes, but they, they have. Ha- you know Matthews, what they have? Who's probably the you best know what in they have? position? You know what they have? They have a Frank Clark. It doesn't matter if your secondary can't hang with Antonio Brown uh, when Tom Brady is diving on the ground. I, I wait, you didn't hear it. Tom Brady said next year he's going to be running a lot more RPOs. <laughs> Did he actually say that? He said that he wants to become a more ru- mobile running quarterback. I next mean, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the at, world. But at forty-four years old, what the hell? He's getting Listen, a transplant. The TB12 nutrition Tom plan. Tom Brady on the read option. <laughs> the TB12 nutrition plan does works miracles. Now, okay? hey, hey, you know, you know, the messed up part is that 44 year old Tom Brady on an RPO is still more effective than than uh, Lamar Jackson. Mm. <laughs> you wish. Uh, one of them's playing the Super Bowl right now, actually. <clears throat> That's right. And one of them, well, both of them actually have playoff wins, unlike a quarterback we talked about for three hours earlier. Oh, by the way, Ryan, I, I, I didn't know that you were going to be a third stringer for Tampa Bay. Yeah, buddy. I was uh, taken off the COVID list two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, that's why you were down in Tampa, right? You were getting some reps in? That's right. I was making sure uh, old-ass Tom still had something left in the tank. <laughs> getting them getting A them uh, scout team in Mahomes. Not now. Mm, this dude looks nothing like I forgot you. to tell you which one again. <laughs> no, nah, he's way less handsome. Paul, would you say that both quarterbacks have the same issue right now, though? Tampa Bay's offensive line has not been great. KC's offensive line has been decimated by injuries, and they both have some great defensive linemen to have to go against. Jason Pierre-Paul has been no joke. Shaq Barrett's been no joke. They are not the same. So, do do you understand that, speaking from an age perspective... 
Statistically, if Tampa Bay's entire defensive line got COVID, probably only one of them would survive. Wait, what? What? This is the retirement home of defensive lines, dude. That's a weird. Okay. To 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 compare them. Is Jason Pierre-Paul not wrecking worlds lately? Yes, he is. Also, William Golston. Hey. There you go, Willie. Hey. Also, Vita Vey is now healthy. And need McCong Sue. Yes, I pronounced well, that. So Vita Vey is not putting pressure on Patrick Mahomes. That's not his job or his capability. So Okay, so then don't turn around and say that Chris Jones will be doing the same to Tom Brady. I didn't say Chris Jones, did I? I was going to. I was more to Matt than you. To me, oh, I didn't say that. Preemptive. What? <laughs> I, I, I just don't. Preemptive strike. That's all. Mahomes. For a myriad of reasons, even banged up, KC's offensive line is better. Not only are they better, but their offense is a lot more balanced. I don't agree with that at all. You don't think Kansas City's offensive line or offense is more balanced? As currently constructed, their offensive line is worse. It just is. Like, they, they are down to their backups on the tackle positions inherently that is not better than Tampa Bay's full starters. It's just not. So I, I disagree with that, but I'll give you that. The way they mitigate that is Tampa's going to pass, I don't know, five out of seven plays. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see how the game script goes. That, that may actually be a, a bit of a difference in terms of how what we've seen from Tampa the last few I, games. If, it, if they can be successful on the ground, that's how they win this game. Because Which I think they That's will. how you attack Kansas City. We've we talked about it a thousand times. The problem is nobody's done it. Who's well, done another it? thing, you, in order to be successful, don't throw to Leonard Fournette because he's going to drop it four times. You yeah, know, he had five <laughs> catches. He had Dude, five you saw the drops yourself. They you were saw egregious. the drops yourself. Well, one was they especially were horrible. Egregious. But he had that five catches bad. after that, one which was super well, difficult to get a first down in okay, a very close I didn't spot. say that he doesn't catch passes. I said that he drops a ton of them. You said he didn't. Then the first two throws he gets, he drops horribly. He made up for it. It's just what he, he does. He made up for it. It's fine. And that's fine. He made up that's for it. That's fine, but don't throw it. But they need, also, they need him to run the ball anyway. They need 100%. to punish Kansas City on the ground, and that will help. They're not, they're not trying to lose. That will help keep Tom Brady upright. Like, that's the best way they're going to keep Tom Brady upright is handing the ball off to Leonard Fournette and him getting five or six yards. And a healthy Ronald Jones. That matters. It does matter, but Fournette has taken over that backfield. Well, of course. but And another thing, I like, okay, I think that uh, it's so funny because I remember explicitly when the Bears were on their winning streak, I said, hey, this defense is really good against the run. Top five in the league. Y'all said no. And I, at the time, I was like, yeah, we're great. We weren't. And that's fine. I admit that. But you were so on Tampa's defense. And I didn't know. And I looked at the analytics and I was like, god damn, you're actually very right. And I, I'm telling you, like, if you look at this front seven for Tampa Bay and you consider that the tackles are gone. Like, I don't think that anyone outside of myself is taking this as seriously as it should be. That front seven for Tampa Bay is stupid. And the the type of blitz schemes that, by the way, 
a gentleman who absolutely is going to be getting a head coaching job after next season, Todd Bowles, you don't think that he's going to be throwing Devin White every which direction at Patrick Mahomes? Or Shaq Barrett? Or William Golston, Jason Pierre-Paul? Where, where, like, did, uh, where did Todd Bowles used to coach? The New York Jets. Before that? Was that I before? don't know. I only know him before the Jets. I don't know. Wasn't he a chief? Maybe. I, I know, yeah, wasn't he like a position coach or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he knows this team. Well, okay, that's a what? bit overstated. But all I'm trying to say is that this team. front, this front yeah. seven for that Tampa Bay, that the, that front seven for Tampa Bay is going to be blitzed with a coordinator who absolutely is going to be able to exploit it. This is going to be at the very least close, and I think this is the factor in the game. Like Paul, you're saying, "Oh well, Casey doesn't turn the ball over." You are cor- you are correct when they have a healthy offensive line. When they are going to be going up against this front with the current offensive line they have, all bets are off. Because it takes one hit from Devin White on the blind side from Mahomes to cause a fumble. Even if in the past they were very good with keeping the ball for themselves, that doesn't mean that this isn't going to become a problem now under these very different circumstances. God, I hope you're right. I I want I want this so bad. My my logic is sound. Goddamn it! I I know that I have right to be so this concerned. I, the thing is, like you keep t- you talk about their front seven and how good they are, and I'm like, yeah, they're they're pretty solid. Although I think a little bit, it's crazy. I I talked about earlier in the year, as you said. All right, all right. I did okay. Going back, I did a whole. I think, great dissertation here, and I need a response from a non-Paul person regarding my concerns. But you talk about the front seven. I said a non-Paul person. The front seven is not going to cover Tyreek Hill. And the ball's not even getting to him because Mahomes doesn't even have five, three seconds yeah, in the pocket. Yeah, if you can get... I, I, I agree that I, I would say, Dylan, in your dissertation, your premise is correct. That the front seven can cause issues for the the Kansas City offense, right? Because sure, Paul, you're right about Tyreek Hill, um, but the way that you the way that the Chiefs are going to have to utilize Tyreek Hill if they're bringing the type of pressure that Dylan's talking about with a banged up offensive line is slants, you know, screens, stuff like that. They're if if Tampa Bay can get pressure on Mahomes, then he's not going to have the time to get Tyree killed down the field. And also, however, 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 the the thing that could win Kansas City this game, if that is the way that it plays out, is Travis Kelsey. Because what happens when you bring that type of pressure from your your backers? You're leaving holes in the middle of the field wide open for Travis Kelsey, who's as dangerous or more dangerous than Tyreek Hill, in my opinion. It's all the more reason that over on yardage for Kelsey is almost a guaranteed hit. So, so, like, I agree, like, having the deep safeties and keeping everything in front is good in theory, but that's also going to leave you susceptible if you're bringing a lot of pressure. Like, depending on the amount of people that you bring and the type of blitz schemes that you're talking about that they're going to do, they may not have the ability to keep two deep safeties and keep everything in front. 
Right. So. So it's it's you're gonna have to play that game that chess. It match goes big time. back to what I talked about the balance of Casey's offense being the difference. You Dylan is 100 percent right. It's the same thing that I said about why the great receiving unit of Tampa doesn't matter if Tom Brady is getting sacked or pressured every every snap. That's 100% right, but Casey is more equipped to deal with that because – so you look at – okay, if we're getting instant pressure, you, you already mentioned Travis Kels. Tyreek Hill is not just a deep threat. They can use no, him in I so agree. many ways. They, they can run him – they can do quick zigs with him. They can do a quick out with him. They can use him in bubble screens. They can rush Tyreek Hill. They have a decent rushing attack. Is there an echo in this podcast? They have. No. They have a decent oh. rushing attack <laughs> of their Did own. I, I, I think that's the point that I just made. That's, and I'm agreeing with you. The balance yeah. of Casey's offense allows them to neutralize some of the gains or at least partially neutralize some of the gains that that front seven can make. And as a whole, I think KC is a lot more equipped to handle it. If KC gets pressure on Tampa all game, their offense is done. And we've seen it this year. Hell, we've seen it a couple weeks ago. If Drew Brees had an arm still attached to his body, they would have lost to the Saints. That offense was putrid in that game. They didn't throw the ball around. Like, they have struggled. We have seen Tampa's offense this year plenty of times struggle Damn, the, the Saints have had a much better defense this year than Kansas City though much better Kansas City does All not right. have a good defense they're in the lower half of the NFL correct they're in the Based bottom third of the NFL they're 20 what? through 32 in the NFL whatever for their defense by the way, I was hedging my language in regards to Mitchell Schwartz, the right tackle for Casey. He is basically confirmed. Kansas City's D so is ranked twentieth in the NFL this year in defensive efficiency. Last year they were thirteenth, so they've slipped back defensively this year. Which is something we definitely mentioned so last weighted, time around. So weighted DVOA dropping week seventeen, where they rested their starters. Casey's fifteenth. It's still middle of the road. It's not bad though. I, it, okay, it's average. It's Jared Goff levels. So, yeah, I don't, I don't like this at all, especially now that Schwartz is confirmed out. Not a fan. I don't like it. Don't. Like I want it. you to be right so bad. I like. I'm dying for it. I, I need this. I need. It'll be cathartic. Like watching Tom Brady romp to another Super Bowl win. This time away from the Massachusetts shadow. Like. Oh, I explicitly think that it'll be because this defense is going to cause hell and high water. Not I mean, do you do you think it's going to be like a Seattle-Denver? Uh, I... No. What? No. Uh, no. 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 The way he described no. it. No. No, the way I would describe... No, no, no. The way I would describe it is that the game plan... My expectation is that this game plan is going to be very similar to what the New York Giants did. Do you see a Denver Carolina? No. Again, I think it's going to be closer to a New York Giants, New England Patriots kind of dynamic where the where Tampa Bay is going to lean extremely on their defensive side to exploit their uh, basically their matchup. Plus, well, that's just, just funny because Steve Spagnolo is the like defensive mind behind Kansas City, and he was the defensive mind behind both of those Giants Super Bowl wins. Exactly. I just don't I, see I, Tampa leaning on the run that way. 
I it, I don't think I think that that the run part aspect of what I'm discussing is is a bit overstated. I I very much am just honing in on this one thing because it's just okay. This is the thing that we just got mad about, right? That we were just upset at Matt about how he said, "Oh, offensive line isn't part of a powerhouse offense." Well, especially with a, an offense like this with Kansas City, regardless of whether or not Tampa Bay wins, my words you are going. You are going to see a tangible difference in how Kansas City plays their offense. You will, because the passes are going to be much shorter. The schemes and the routes are going to be much shorter. As AJ alluded to, I fully expect more screens, more trick plays, more junk plays. I think that Kansas City is going to get very creative in the issue, and this is what I was talking about with you, those trick plays can wind up becoming disasters if a defense is competent enough. And with the speed and the linebacking core, especially amongst Devin White in particular, who I think is going to have a just a, a career game tomorrow, I, I that that can wind up being a really serious problem. So, all right. Anyways, I I've ran that point into the ground enough at this point, but I'm telling you, look for it. It is going to be. There. I don't know. I, I think we have more of a closer to a Philadelphia New England game than a. New York Giants, New England game. I think the scoring is going to be up there for both of these teams. I think both of these teams offensively are stacked. I think both of these teams defensively have deficiencies, and I think we're going for a you know up and down game from. I just I think I think Kansas City's pass defense is being so underrated here. It is especially uh, if Brady keeps giving on the ball. Kansas City's pass <laughs> defense is good. I I just don't I don't see. I defense in the NFL, we've talked about this before, is dictated more than anything else by the opposing offense. Everything's dictated in the NFL by offense. But your defensive performance is dictated more by the opposing offense than your own ability. Tampa Bay's ability to run the ball is not where it needs to be to win this game. I, I just I, yep. I, I cannot get over that. I don't see them having enough success on the ground to turn everything else in their favor. To me, it will take a heroic defensive performance to win this game. I, and I don't the only see thing saying in your way is the best quarterback of all time. So good luck. Let's make our picks. All right. We are finally going to make our Super Bowl picks. And at Matt's behest, he, he wants to get – Get the meat out of the way first before we get to the nonsense. Yeah, we're treating this like We've Thanksgiving. Talked... Get the worst crap out of the way first, the turkey. And then we'll, and get, then we'll the get the dishes. we get the pumpkin pie and the whipped cream. And the... All right. Uh, we talked a lot about the Super Bowl. Uh, you probably know kind of where we lean at this point, but Kansas City is a three-point favorite. Regardless of all we talked about, that's the number. Where are you guys at? Kansas City, best best quarterback in the world, and I didn't think Brady looked that good at all last week. And if you keep giving the Chiefs, um, you know, better field position, especially if you give them extra possessions. We talked about it earlier with the Buccaneers being helped a little bit last week by the Packers and the week before that by the Saints. I think that luck runs out. All right, I'm going with reverse psychology here. If you look at my track record this year with the Chiefs, every time I pick these motherfuckers to cover, they don't. The one time I picked them to, co- to not cover, last week, they did. 
So reverse psychology, because I want Tom Brady to get Super Bowl number seven. So I'm picking the Chiefs to cover. Nice. And sticking with my strategy of picking opposite of Ryan every time. <laughs> I am going to, and I was planning on doing this anyways, but I think the Bucks win uh, outright. No hook, right? Nope. Straight three. Nope, just three. It's going to be Kansas City, but begrudgingly. After all you said. After all you said. Is that four picks for Kansas City? No, no, I'm sorry. No, AJ's on Tampa. Neither did Matt. No, I did pick Kansas City, no, but I'm, Matt, gonna, no, I'm, yeah, jinx, I'm trying to jinx myself here. You're right, you're right. reverse right. picking. Um, my heart is with Tampa Bay. And I've said it a, a bunch on this podcast that no matter what I believe to be happen, I will not pick against Tom Brady as long as they are still in this. So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to keep this train rolling, baby. I'm Tampa Bay all the way. Our good friend Don says, no way. He's on Kansas City, and that puts us at a 3-2 advantage to Kansas City, not only winning the Super Bowl, but covering. Do any of you think, because this is our pick for the spread, obviously, do any of you think that Tampa is going to cover but lose? No. Well, I think they'll push and lose. Good enough. I am not answering that for fear of ruining my jinx. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Smart. Smart. That brings us to the fun portion of the podcast. And I actually didn't want to do this, but now that I'm looking at this, this does look pretty cool. So I'm, I'm going to buy into the prop bet bonanza that has been given to us by our wonderful friends over at ESPN. Is that where this is from? Yes. Yeah. I need to know where to gamble these. I need to just, it's, I need, odds I need to, courtesy of Caesar Sportsbook by to, William. I need to throw a 20 spot on every single one of these. Uh, we start with the dumbest one in sports, opening coin toss, heads or tails. We should have just skipped this one, but it's on here, so we're doing it. Heads or tails, guys? Heads, baby. Tails, tails, been, tails been running amok on the Super Bowl. It stops here. <laughs> tails. <laughs> I love the analysis. Tails never fails, man. I always pick heads. Um, you are contrarian, though. Yeah, it's going to make you another 3-2 <laughs> split. I, I'm going to go heads on this one. Father time it says heads it's going to be. Bucks are going to start with the ball. They're going to score a touchdown on the opening drive and then get their asses kicked in. Uh, moving on. Which happens first, the sack or a touchdown? Sack. Touchdown. I'm going to say sack. I'm saying sack, too. Paul, are you going to pick? He's writing He's, it down, I think. Yeah, I was also reading Don. He's going through game um, film. To see what seriously, we need to do this quickly. There's 25. Yeah, we're going. Things. No, we're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. Um, I'm, I'm going to say a touchdown on this one. I think the offense is going to start fast. Will there be a tie game at any point after the first score? What? No. This is yes. after. Yeah. 100%. Yes. yes. I say yes. Yes, sir. It's going to be like 30 to 24, and someone's going to score a touchdown, and it's technically 30 to 30. <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, that has counts. to count, right? It's a, tie, it's a tie game. <laughs> not how that works, but okay. No, I. It's a tie no, game. I, is no, that not has, how that no, works? No, he has to be right. No, no, no. No, that counts. No. It, it has only to count. What if they miss the extra point? Then it counts. 
Then no, that's counts. not how it yes. works. No, 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 no. Listen, that's not how that works. You can't assume an extra point. Yeah, no, that's, no. They are talking three, like three, that. seven, that seven, counts. shit like no, that. No, they're is not, not. If you are down six and it's you a, score the touchdown, you're talking a tie game. The extra point. That's not a tie game yet. The play there is, is not done. There is a tie done. game no. without a play. I with promise play you, to be right. if no, you the play try to call that as your bet, you're going to get laughed at by Caesars. That's not true. No, you're wrong. I will bet you anything you want. That is not how it's interpreted. Says what? No, it, it says in the rule book that they get two plays to run to not tie up are the game. Done. Is now what play? The other the, teams. The, 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 the other teams. Zero. I'm telling you, it is not internal well, from the actual no, no, no. scoring play. It the, is when the that scoring play is done. When, when, when we get down the when we get down the list, there are exclusions for extra points and two point conversions. If it's not on this one, it would have to count. Yeah, I'm with Ryan. I Get boned. promise you that you are wrong on this, and I will find a way to lawyer all of you. <laughs> it's not <laughs> happening. Um, it's, it's written in black and white. <laughs> uh, so we're all on the yes train, our first unanimous pick of the week, uh, and probably our last one, to be honest. Mahomes' passing yards over or under 331 and a half yards. They think he is going to toss this ball all over the place. Yeah, that's, that's so much. Give me the over, though. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I'm going to say under. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Le'Veon Bell do enough to keep them under 331. Yeah, I'm going to go with the under on that. You're alone, Ryan. I'm taking under, I got burned by over today. I'm taking under, baby. Uh, Mahomes' passing touchdowns is set at two and a half. Oh, for sure over. All over. those little fucking shovels they run down by the goal yeah, I'm line. Over. E- e- easy money there. I'm saying over. Yeah, that's a clean sweep. We have another unanimous pick. Yes, we do. Already back. Not quite back to back, but close to back to back. Pending Don's, of course. Don's still getting his in. Old man's slow. He runs on his own time. Uh, Tyreek catches over under six and a half. I do uh, over. We were talking about a little bit earlier with Dylan and the pressure coming. So if they get the ball to Tyreek a little bit quicker, that should uh, lend itself to some more catches. Yeah, I'll say over. Yeah, definitely over. I'll say over. We got another sweep over on the Tyreek catches. I'm kind of hedging my bets with this one, though, with this one and the next one. Uh, Travis Kels catches over under seven and a half. Uh, Over, baby. Unstoppable. You did call him Kels twice. That's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with this. Yeah, over. Oh, definitely over, though. For exactly what I said, you take the logic of Tyreek Hill and multiply it with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I'll go over. That's going to make our third pick in a row that we are all in lockstep on. I guarantee one of them's going over. One of them for sure is going over. So I, I feel Kel- Kelsey, I think, more than Hill. Uh, his set a little higher, though. So Vegas agrees with you. Uh, which team is going to have the longest touchdown, the Chiefs or the Bucks? The, the team with Tyreek Hill, the Chiefs. No, the team with Antonio Brown that... and Scotty Miller, the Bucks. Oh, my goodness. This one's surprising me. I'm going to the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs all day. Are you serious right now? Like, what? For exactly for exactly what I said, I don't think that the Buccaneers are going to let Kansas City have anything over 20 yards. Yeah, and Tyron Matthew is just going to watch them dump a 90-yard pass on him. He can't uh, be everywhere on the field. Well, that's, that's I, I have a feeling this the, one. The, the Packers watched it last week. Might reflect, might reflect our last one. Uh, longest Tyreek catch over under 27 and a half yards. Oh, over, baby. Under. Even if you keep it in front of you, the Yak King. 
That, okay, this is probably the hardest one so far, but I am going to be logically consistent, and I will say under. Yeah, so hold on a second. If it's a reception, does the yak oh, yardage yeah. yes. count? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does yards. it count for you yeah, in fantasy? Right, right. So, All like, right. in theory, so, if it's a screen. You know my skill level. <laughs> Jesus! It wasn't. Hey, you big dumb idiot! I, I mean, I meant, I meant why are we attacking AJ? Of course, uh, it wasn't me this time. I say under. Uh, I'll say over. Yeah, this is this is tough. I'm I'm over on this one. I'm I'm all in on this. Tyreek Hill, 90 yard touchdown catch. Um, who has or not who has the first turnover? What is the first turnover? A fumble or an interception? Fournette's bum ass fumble. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be yep. a fumble on a screen. And then Ronald Jones takes over the backfield after that. Because he's the superior. Nah, I'm gonna say back. pick. Uh pick all day. Like I'm actually surprised by this one too. Me and Matt coming in strong here. I'm I'm absolutely gonna say a pick. Uh this is where we get a little dicey with these middle ones here. So we're we're taking No no no, Super save those Bowl. for the end. Oh. The but they're in the middle. Do, yeah, but they're in the middle. Yeah, but they're in the middle in a tiny Listen, little box. The real football the ones middle. are on each end. It, nope. We're sandwiching. This is like an Oreo. Okay, we have the garbage in the middle. Oh. This is this is a little interesting. You understand it's, got, it's its own little box, though, so it's not technically a part of it like the rest um, of them. It's it's on the list in this order. The it's ones on each end order. are the real it's football the ones. We're not, we're you not know that Paul vacating. is such a literalist in this way. Yeah, I can, is, my my brain will actually it, it explode. will it will break if we do the, it the way it's supposed to be literally done versus how explode. he thinks it should be done. So right. we we have something going on in the Super Bowl, and then the NBA is also. Oh, I assume they're Jesus playing Christ, the same. You're not going to do a three minute diatribe about how to explain this. It's quite simple. Can you, can, Which is higher, right. Tyreek Hill's score receiving yards or the total points scored by the Miami Heat? It's not that simple though. Because it is that simple. Ty- it is. They are playing the same night. It's, it's February the same 7th night. Next to it. But there is a hook on this. On all three of these, there's a hook. Which is? So a half point. It's a half for no, each I, one. I know what a hook is. I'm Tyreek, saying, where is, Tyreek is favored in this one by half a point. Uh, the football game is favored by all of them in a half, by a half point. I, I'm taking the heat. Yeah, give me the heat. They get like 110 points. Like, this would be hard for Tyreek to tap. Not impossible, but hard. Nah, give me Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I'm going to take Tyreek in this one. This man well, put up oh, okay, 300 on, yards against the Bucks the last time they played in the just first to, half. Just to make sure that we point it out, though, AJ, you are therefore saying that Tyreek Hill is going to get over 100 yards on less than 20-yard receptions at a time. Sure. Can do it. I also had him to get uh, over six and a half catches. So no, I know. Yeah, I just I, he, that's if he so that's is... fifteen receptions for ten yards. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just literally throws record dinkers the whole time. I mean, I'm just saying, like it's no, possible. I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. I'm I'm just, just I wanted. I just wanted to point it out that that's what you're expecting, which is an interesting take. That's all. Hey, I. Yeah, I had I your am... bet somewhere. Yeah. Trying to bully also, again, you understand why I don't bet by the picks that I make here. So, <laughs> also smart. I am very much aware of that. And Paul for the second. 
Did he run off? No, I didn't. I'm I'm typing Don. Don just sent all of his picks, and I'm just putting them. Oh uh, wait, he can wait. He's, he's <laughs> looking up Miami Heat scoring per game. Bid just pick, please, so we can move on. Hold and on. it's against the Knicks, who have the best defense in the East. Knicks are giving up only 104 points a game. Yeah, with all those power still, forwards, I would hope they do. That's still a man. It's still a, like a strong ass baseline, though. Like 104. It's really sad that that's the baseline. I, I'm taking the Heat all day. Uh, is the easy yeah. pick for me. Kickoffs, total kickoffs in the game. Keep in mind that there's two guaranteed in each half, and then for every score, there's going to be a kickoff. Uh, we have kickoffs versus Lamelo Ball's points. Oh, Lamelo Ball! Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah the yeah, Lamelo. Over his last four games, he's averaging over twenty yeah. points. Lamelo's the one that was drafted this yes. year, right? The, he's he's the a good one. Good one. Yeah. He's a good one. Yeah, give me Lamelo. On <laughs> can't that one. can't wait till he sits and makes us all look stupid. Um, yeah, it's, this is like a dumb. If I can bet this, I'm betting this one. Lamelo all day, and Lamelo's got the hook too. It's like it's nonsense. Um, Tom Brady total completions versus Paul George points. This one is much more interesting <laughs> to me. <laughs> oh well, P- Paul George's ass. No, yeah. so I, uh, I think Paul, I think Tom Brady has a chance to get like that Peyton Manning completion record, where even if you get blown out, you're just passing a ton. So in that case, I think Paul George would have to drop almost like forty, and I don't see that. Give me yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, t- Tom Brady all day. Paul George is yeah, same TB twelve. I'm going to go with y'all on this one because I don't even know how good or bad Paul George is at he's this bad. point. He's not so. bad. He's, he's averaging, he's averaging around 20-plus <laughs> points a game, 25, something we, like that. We were unanimous. Go ahead and We were unanimous on the last one. But uh, Don's going to be the lone dissenter picking Paul George on this one. I, I don't see it. I mean, I don't even know. I, I, I'm not even putting him at a 50% to get to 25 points. And that's the over-under for Tom Brady completions. Like, I didn't think Tom Brady I, I remember when you said that Paul George was the best player. I said he was a top five NBA player and I stand by that when I said it. It's Dude, that is not my fault that he has milk. head trauma. <laughs> He's actually playing sweet this year. I just don't like him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, wh- what is the first score in this game? Is it a field goal slash safety or is it a touchdown? Touchdown. It's going to be Tampa Bay opening drive. Oh, wow. I said that. Uh, yeah. They're going to kick a field goal after Brady misses uh, somebody for a touchdown. Yeah, I'm going touchdown. I will say a touchdown. All right, you're the only one on field goal, right? I just think it's going to – I think it's just going to be a Super Bowl. Will any team score three straight times? No. God damn. No. I don't think no. so. No. Don's the lone dissenter on this one. He says yes. I'm curious no. as to who – And that is. does exclude extra points hey. and two-point conversions. Oh, does I'm it? Like, Can you imagine that that's specified? Can you imagine? Okay, stop. Oh Stop man! Being condescending. Uh, who kicks Come the on. first field goal? Chiefs or Bucks? Buccaneers. Huh, that's interesting. Um, I think the Chiefs do, based on yeah. what we talked about with the defense. Right. Yeah, I think that uh, the first half they're more likely to be outscored by Tampa Bay, so I'll say uh, KC. <clears throat> I'll say Bucks. Uh, we got to even – I think it's our first 3-3 three, three even split, but I, the early ones or whatever. Uh, I got bucks on this one. Uh, I think that the Chiefs' defense is just more likely to hold them after getting bounced to that 
end of the field. Brady's passing yards, a little bit less, I think about 25 maybe. Uh, the over-under on his set at 306.5. Same same idea with the, uh, with the completions one against Paul George. I think he's just going to be throwing a lot late, and that will rack the yards up. Yeah, I'm going over. If he's not already there by then. I'm going under. Yeah, same. Uh, I I think that there's going to be a much more balanced approach from Buccaneers. Uh, I'm I'm the under on this one. We talked about this. If they got to get the ground game going, if Tom Brady's got to throw for 300 yards, it's not looking great for them. Uh, Brady completions, very interesting number to me. 25 and a half. Same same logic as before. Over. He's coming after you, Peyton. Easy money. That is same. I love how confident you guys are. I'm with Don. Don's not going to be the lone to center on this one. I'm under. Uh, They're going to need to get their passing yards through chunk plays. And, again, if they have to pass 40 times this game, it's not going to bode well for them. I disagree because I think you have all these issues with the run game. You can break that up with five-yard passes all day, a la Peyton Manning against the Bears. You have to clear up those issues with the run game to win this game. Hey, enough of that. To win this game. Oh, man. Uh, Mike Evans, does he catch four and a half passes probably not because it's impossible to catch half do you think he's going over or under oh man with with brady stat padding at the end i'll say over yeah over uh i will say under i think he hits a solid four and he get he, he does a typical mike evans stat two line touchdowns. four receptions 75 yards and a touchdown two touchdowns I'm going to go over on this one. I'm hitting the under with Don and Dylan. We got another split for you, boys. Godwin catches. Same thing. Five and a half. Oh, oh way, way over. over. Yeah. In, I think Godwin's going to have like 10. That, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a, a, a pendulum. If Evans is down, Godwin's going to make up for it, just like the NFC title. We're going to include Don in this clean sweep. I mean, we all think the same thing. Godwin's getting fed this game. Four net. I'm saying under. Oh. <laughs> Why would oh, I you thought you were talking about Fournette early, and Why? I was gonna crack up. Why would you do that? I'm going. <laughs> I'm going under on Godwin because I went over on Evans. I, I guess that's fair, and I could see Edvin, Evans having a big bounce back game, but I think there's just too many miles to feed. Evans, that possession guy, is gonna catch a touchdown or two, but oof, I don't know. Fournette rushing yards, very interesting to me. <laughs> Obviously projected on him splitting with Rojo, forty-eight and a half. Oh, that, that's, that's, be, that's under. He under. Sucks. That is going to be the tightest over of all time. 49 yards, I say. I think this is what's going to make the difference. I'll go over. I, they better hope it's over or they're screwed. Uh, absolutely. They got Ronald we, Jones. We got they us another split. I'm taking the that's over right. for Keyshawn sure. On this. Uh, total sacks over under four. I already know what Matt's picking. Oh, what? Over. <laughs> Over. There's going to be a lot of passing and a lot of six. I have already made this as clear as possible. I think that Tampa Bay will get this on their own. Over. This is, out of all of them, this is the one I'm putting my money in. Yeah, I'm going over. Yeah, I'm going over. All right, so we finish on a very real clean sweep that AJ cannot possibly descend on at this point. Uh, we all have over four sacks for the Super Bowl. We got a sack fest Super Bowl. I like it. And that actually concludes... Our picks for the hey. year. Well, for the sports season. And I beat everyone. Until the fall. That's great. <laughs> That's just not true. 
<laughs> in fact, Dylan is uh, three and three in in the six yeah, since, since the games matter. I'm, I'm Jared Goff right in the middle. I'm six and zero. Just for anybody that Ryan wanted to know. For the last time of the football season, <clears throat> do the thing. <laughs> for the last time, man. <laughs> yeah, we're taking hiatus. Uh, all right. So follow us on all of our social medias. We got Podbean, iTunes, where you can find the podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Sports Carnage Podcast. You should already know that by now. If you stayed up to listen to this entire thing, thank you. Go Chiefs. Let's not let uh, Darth Brady win another one. <laughs> For Ryan Griffin, A.J. Riley, Paul Roshan, Dylan Bear, I'm Matt Bassin. We are Sports Carnage. For all of us here at the NFL, fire the cannons! Thank you for spending a couple hours with us this week. We'll be back with y'all next week.